a conscious business where entrepreneurs learn to master their mindset, conquer their fear, and step into their bigger game. Now, here's your host, Julie Zuzak. Hello, and thanks for tuning into this podcast in this special series dedicated to mindset. You know, this episode, I want to talk specifically about saboteurs. You know, those sneaky little buggers inside your head, always trying to tell you that you're not good enough. But before we dive into that really important topic, I have a shout out that I want to give to one of our listeners. Now, before I do that, I have to confess, I don't watch a lot of TV. I took a media fast about 10 years ago. And it challenged me to stop watching TV for about two months. And I never went back to watching TV after that. But there is one show that I do like to watch regularly. I know it's kind of nerdy, but I watch the Canadian version of Dragon's Den. And I always have, even way back before I had my own business. And I have to give them props this year because they have literally achieved gender balance on the show. They have three male dragons and three female dragons, which is really cool. And there's a lot of really big personalities. Now, I think it's kind of cool when you get to see someone you know on the show or you get to see a business with a product that you're familiar with, which is kind of cool. But last week... I was excited because I got to see one of our listeners on the show. Tara Bosch was pitching her company, Smart Sweets, and I was really impressed with her pitch on the show. She did amazing. If you haven't seen it, please check it out. You can go online to the Dragon's Den, scroll down, and see her pitch from last week. Now, Tara's from Van City, and her company, Smart Sweets, makes gummy bears. Not only sweet gummy bears, but also sour gummy bears. And they help you kick the need for sugar naturally. Now, Tara not only wowed the dragons with her product, but also with her pitch. And she not only walked away with a really sweet deal, but she actually had multiple offers to choose from. So I am so proud of you, Tara, that you have built this business for your entrepreneurial spirit and really to see you build this conscious business that solved a big problem that we're facing in our society today. So thank you for listening to the podcast. Thanks for stepping up and really building a business that you truly believe in. You are such an inspiration to everyone else out there. Okay, so let's jump back into our topic today on exposing your saboteurs. So today, I want to talk about these voices inside your head, specifically the really negative, nasty ones. As entrepreneurs, we're constantly pushed out of our comfort zone to do new things. We're always facing big challenges, and we have to deal with a lot of self-doubt, a lot of fear, and a lot of negative thoughts like... am I really experienced to be doing this? What if I fail? What are people going to think of me? I wonder if I'm making the right decision. And these negative thoughts, they just kind of seem to cycle over and over and over again, and they're exhausting. But the 
really good news is that these negative thoughts are not your reality. They come from a part of yourself that we call the saboteur. And your saboteur sends you these negative messages and thoughts that hold you back from getting things done. So becoming conscious of your saboteur is a huge step forward to really developing a healthy mindset. And so that's why we're focusing this entire episode on your saboteurs. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. In the first segment, I'm going to explain exactly what your saboteurs are. In our second segment, we're going to explore who your saboteur is and find out what it is that it wants for you. In our third segment, you're going to see why saboteurs especially impact entrepreneurs. And then in our last segment, I'm going to give you five tips that you can use the next time your saboteurs rear their ugly head. So get out of your head and into your heart and let's dive right in, shall we? So let's take a minute to really, really understand your saboteurs. Now, some of you might already be aware of them. You might also know them by a different name. Some other names I've seen people use are your monkey mind or your mind clutter, your negative self-talk, your gremlins, your mini-me, your inner critic, or your itty-bitty shitty committee. No matter what you call it, the underlying effect is the same. Your saboteur represents all of the judgmental and negative thoughts inside your head that criticize and boss you around. And they're so powerful, they actually have the ability to sabotage your success. Your saboteur says things like, who do you think you are? You're not good enough. You're not an expert. You don't deserve this. Other people are way smarter than you are. Your saboteur likes to bully you, nag you, judge you, and criticize you. Basically, all those things that we don't look for in a friend. Your saboteur can cause fear and self-doubt that can actually block you and paralyze you so bad you can't even take action. And it also loves to dream up and worry about all the things that could potentially go wrong in the future. Your saboteur likes to criticize who you are and what you've accomplished as inferior and prevent you from celebrating your success. And as far as credentials go, your saboteur holds a PhD in comparing. It loves to compare you to others and judge your progress compared to theirs. What do they have that you don't have? Now, not only is your saboteur really negative and really good at comparing, it's also very sneaky. Let's face it, it's been causing you self-doubt regularly since a very early age, and so it knows how to trick you. It operates in kind of like a stealth mode. These negative thoughts can actually appear as if they are reality, that they are true, and that they are your own. So it can be really hard for us to distinguish them from your actual productive thoughts. So how do you know if it is a saboteur speaking? Well, basically any time where you have self-doubt about your capability or your worthiness, or if you're feeling paralyzed to take action, then you know that your saboteur is likely in the driver's seat. Maybe you hit a new milestone, but instead of being proud, you instantly start to think about how you could have done better 
or how it could have been bigger. This is your saboteur in charge. Think of your saboteur as someone who is impossible to please. No matter what you do, it just never feels like it's enough. So now you know what your saboteur is. The next step is to lean in and get familiar with the voice to find out what it is that it wants from you. Then you can start to recognize the pattern in when it shows up and you can be prepared for it because usually it likes to stay under the radar in stealth mode, right? Because that's how it can really, really impact you. So your saboteur might adopt a slightly different voice or a different persona for different situations. And this is why it gets so tricky because some of us, myself included, have to deal with multiple different saboteurs. So here's a few of the popular saboteurs that I see. Pretty much everyone I know has some sort of inner critic saboteur, someone who's always negative, putting them down and criticizing what they've done as never good enough. No matter what you do, they're just never, ever, ever happy. You've never done good enough or there's something that you could have done to improve. Then another popular one I see is an image consultant saboteur who likes to waste lots of your time worrying about what other people think of you. How do you measure up? What are they thinking? What are they judging? And then there is the all popular perfectionist saboteur that makes you think you have to be perfect all the time, even when it's your first time doing something. No 10,000 hours of mastery here. Your perfectionist saboteur just expects you to do something right out of the gate and be perfect at it. So it sets incredibly high standards all the time, which can lead us to the paralysis of perfection. Now, the perfectionist saboteur is near and dear to my heart and accompanied me for most of my corporate career. I have to say, when I started my own business, I had to let go of being perfect or else I would have never gotten anywhere. But back in my corporate career, I definitely had those high standards. And this saboteur even gave me a mantra to socialize my incredibly high standards. It's either perfect or it's not done yet, which... You know, saying that out loud just makes me cringe right now to hear it, but I used to say that all the time. Now, don't get me wrong. I do think that it is healthy to have very high standards, but when they're too high and they cause you this paralysis of perfection, then you know that there's a saboteur at work. So what about you? Do you recognize any of these saboteurs? Do you have a perfectionist saboteur, maybe an image consultant saboteur, or maybe there's another one that you can name. Some of my clients have named theirs over the years. We have the bouncer, little miss bossy, or we have the professor. Now, what do we do with the saboteurs? Now, we all have saboteurs that like to keep us inside our comfort zone. That is their goal. They want us to play small and to hold us back from growing and learning. Because the more that you grow and the more confident you become, the harder you are to control. So your saboteur will show up most often when you're about to do something new or when you're on the edge of growing. 
Another common place that your saboteur shows up is right after you've accomplished something new, something major, and it will show up just to criticize you and tell you how you could have done it better. This is because they want to discourage you from doing something amazing again in the future. Now, the more you become aware of your saboteurs and their negative messages, the more you can feel like you're on a bit of a roller coaster because as you start to become more conscious of them, then they'll really turn up the dial and be louder and more aggressive. But don't you worry, it's completely normal to feel overwhelmed as you start to do this work, but it is absolutely worth it, trust me. Making your negative voices and messages conscious is one of the most powerful things you can do to really master your mindset. Making your saboteurs conscious is a very important part of having a healthy mindset. Now, the reason that I created this entire series on mindset is because when you're not conscious of your mindset, it's one of the biggest mistakes you can make. It will cause you so much challenge and so much failure as an entrepreneur. Often when people aren't successful, they want to blame surface level reasons for their business failing or for not being as successful as they want. But quite often it's underlying beliefs, the subconscious things that we hold that impact our success. So I like to use the example of procrastination, which sometimes gets a bad rap. You know, we label people who procrastinate as lazy, but as a coach, I know better. I've seen that underneath procrastination lies really powerful beliefs, beliefs of fear, fear of failure, fear of success, fear of judgment, or fear of ridicule. So let's take a second here to understand how our saboteur operates. Now I want you to imagine a horizontal line with two outer points labeled A and B. Now everything inside A and B is going to represent everything inside your comfort zone. This is your range. These are things that you know how to do, you do them easily, you could do them with your eyes closed. Now everything that's outside of this range, outside of A to B, represents something new, something outside of your comfort zone. Now this is exactly where your saboteur does not want you to go. So every time it sees you heading towards one of those outer edges, it busts out some sort of negative thought to stop you in your tracks and convince you to stay inside your comfort zone. It uses negative thoughts as a tool to instill fear inside you. Now here's the scary thing. If you continue to hear these negative thoughts, over and over and over again consistently, then they're going to start to become your beliefs and you start to think that they're true. And eventually you don't even bother heading out towards your outer edges because you don't even think that it's possible. And this is where it's really dangerous as an entrepreneur because with your business, you're going to consistently have to grow and go outside your comfort zone. And if you don't go out to those outer edges and break through them, then you're, you won't grow and neither will your business. So the good news is that once you have a strong understanding of your saboteurs, you're going to recognize 
that when it starts to chirp the loudest is when you're getting close to those outer edges of your comfort zone. And this is when you can recognize an opportunity to lean in and grow instead of being scared and stuck. Remember that fear is a green light. And that is a great tweetable. Fear is a green light. This process is what I mean when I say that your business calls you forth to grow. It calls you to step outside of your comfort zone. And when you step outside there enough and you get comfortable with that, then you are expanding your range. You're making your comfort zone even bigger. And this is when you defy your saboteurs. And the more that you push back on them and defy them, the less power they will have over you. All right, there are a lot of different tips and techniques that you can use to combat your saboteur. I've selected five of my favorite tips to share with you. Tip number one, educate yourself. Now, before today, you may not have even known what a saboteur was. So I've given you a little bit of an overview today in this episode, but don't stop here. Invest some time really researching this on your own. One of my favorite books is called Taming Your Gremlin by Rick Carson. And it's one of my favorite books. I learned a ton from it. And there's lots of other great resources out there to understand your saboteur and get different tactics. Awareness and education, though, is the biggest step towards understanding what you're up against. So tip number one, educate yourself. Tip number two, observe. Until you are aware of your saboteur, it will operate behind the scenes as part of your operating system without you even knowing that it's there. So I want you to start to be aware of these negative voices as something other than your own true higher self. I want you to recognize that these are not your thoughts. They are not your reality. You can make them conscious in many different ways. You might try writing them down or you could tell someone else about them. Either way, bring them forth and make them conscious. When you take the time to do this, you start to realize just how absurd they actually are. So tip number two, observe. Tip number three, Give your saboteur a nickname. Once you've learned to observe the negative thoughts, then I want you to really start to listen very carefully to your saboteur because they're messages that come from a place. Then identify that voice. Is it a male or a female? Is it speaking loud or soft? What kind of language and tone does it use? Is it a young voice or an old voice? Once you start to pull out these details, you will start to give your saboteur a character or personality. For example, if you hear a really loud, booming voice that always makes definitive statements, and once you start to listen to it, you realize that it kind of sounds like a judge. It always seems to be making a ruling about what you can and what you can't do. So you, when you nickname you the saboteur, the judge, every time you hear that voice, you can joke to yourself, oh, well, there goes the judge again, banging his gavel. And it'll bring a little levity and a little humor to the situation that you're dealing with. 
because these messages that you're hearing all the time, they can be really abusive. I've had clients use names like the professor, the teacher, or even my favorite, the animated character Kaw. You know that hissing snake from the Jungle Book? So the simple act of naming your saboteur will make it go away. Tip number four, presence it. If you're in a safe environment with people that you really trust, then name what's going on. Tell them about it. And this is such an incredibly powerful and brave thing to do. One of the biggest things that you can do is take power away from your saboteur by naming it. And it works for two reasons. First, your saboteur holds the most power when it's in stealth mode, when you're not aware of it. So when you name it out loud, you start to take the power away from it. And you also get bonus points here for being brave and telling other people about it because you're going to be empowering them to really talk about what they're going through. When you share your experiences about about your saboteurs with others, then you create a connection with someone else. And you give other people permission to do the same and really share what they have going on. Now, the majority of the time here, people are going to respond to you with a personal example of their own, and they're going to have a big look of relief on their face because they're going to recognize that they're not the only one that has to deal with this crap all the time. And you will be so glad and so happy that you stepped up to be brave. Okay? Tip number five, create an inner coach. So your saboteur is kind of like an inner critic right? It's always criticizing you. Why not develop an inner coach to combat it? Now, this can be calling on the strength of someone who is really strong, someone you admire, who is really courageous. It could be a real person or a character. Or sometimes we call on a future version of ourself who can really help call us forth and give us advice and strength. When you hear a negative voice, shift your conscious thoughts to your inner coach for guidance to get that nice little boost of wisdom. As your inner coach, this can always help to call you forth. Another powerful thing you can do is kind of run offense. So when you know you're about to do something that is really big and really bold and your saboteurs might surface in the meantime, then I want you to preempt all that by calling on your inner coach to make you stronger before your saboteur can even show up with any negative messages. Sound cool? All right, so let's recap those five tips. First, educate yourself. Second, observe. Third, give it a nickname. Fourth, presence it. And lastly, develop an inner coach. Remember, everyone on this planet has to deal with some saboteur in some aspect of their life. And, you know, we always look to other people who seemingly have this perfect life and we think they don't have to ever deal with this. But the truth is you never know what kind of baggage other people are carrying around on the inside. And so the better that you get at recognizing your saboteurs, you're going to be more able to easily recognize them in others and help other people develop the tools to address them. 
Okay, so as we wrap up this episode on saboteurs, I want to leave you with a few words of inspiration in the next segment. This weekend, we celebrated Thanksgiving here in Canada, which is always a great reminder to focus on everything that we are truly grateful for. When our saboteurs are in charge, they are continuously sending us negative messages about how we're not good enough or how we're not smart enough. And they like to compare us to others and make us think that other people have better lives than we do or that they're happier. But this is what I want you to know today, that you have so much to be grateful for. You have been given extraordinary gifts and talents in your life, and I want you to start to focus on them. And I know that it is tempting to always want more and be striving for something different, but I want you to focus on being happy with what you do have in life. And that might be your amazing loyal friends or your incredible family that loves you unconditionally. Maybe you're blessed with health. Maybe you have a beautiful home that you get to live in. Take time every day to reflect on how abundant and how lucky you truly, really are. And be grateful, not for just what you have, but for who you are. Be grateful for your hunger to be successful, for your humility, for your compassion. Be grateful for your desire to learn, to evolve, to adapt, and to constantly be growing. Because the greatest and richest gift that you ever can be given in life actually isn't something tangible. It can't be bought. It can't be ordered online. The greatest gift comes from knowing who you really are and having the courage to live each day as the most authentic and truest version of yourself. That is true happiness. That is true abundance. Be grateful and open your eyes to truly see exactly how abundant and rich your life really is in this moment. Thanks for hanging out with The Corporate Yogi. Remember, being an entrepreneur can be intense and isolating at times. Don't do it alone. Become part of Julie's Facebook group called Conscious Business. And if you're really serious about growing your biz, visit thecorporateyogi.com and book a free strategy session with Julie today.